Welcome to CUCC Sermons for Everyone. No matter who you are or where you find yourself on life's journey, we're glad you've tuned in, and we hope you find meaning in this week's sermon. If you ever email me on a Friday and you think I'm ignoring you, you are correct. I am, and I intentionally don't respond and don't feel bad about it. And I say that to tell you this. Right after graduating college, I took a lucrative corporate job in Atlanta for a business valuation firm, Duff and Phelps. And according to humankind, it was the dream job. The top business valuation firm in the country, a nice salary, the office was located in the middle of Atlanta, had all the boxes checked of a dream job. True, the perks were nice, but the hours, self-fulfillment, and God time were not. I specifically remember one Friday night where we worked into the early hours of 5 to 6 a.m. And I remember thinking, is this really worth it? I just need a break. I can't keep this up. It was work, 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 and I didn't have time for self-care. I was neglecting my relationships, and most importantly, God. And at the time, I felt like I had no boundaries. And truth be known, I've always had a hard time with saying no and setting boundaries for most of my life, if I notoriously struggled with acceptance from others. But that Saturday morning, something stirred in my heart, where I knew I needed to take my pastor up on his challenge of setting a time boundary, of taking Sundays off. I was at my breaking point, and I felt compelled to try this boundary to take Sundays off, leave the calendar completely free, and put God first. I needed a day to nurture my soul, my relationships, and a day to recover. Therefore, I went into my boss's office, the managing director, and I said, can I have a minute? And me asking about this boundary leads us into our new mini-series on boundaries. And just as I was struggling with boundaries, are there any areas of your lives where you may need some boundaries? Maybe also with time or work boundaries. You don't have any boundaries at work and you're checking emails and calls and text way past when you should. Or working the weekends and nights when you should be spending more time with God or at that baseball game. Or maybe with a self-care boundary. You're such a giving and generous soul that you put everyone else's wants and needs above yours. You're so busy trying to be the best mother, father, parental figure, grandparent, partner, child, neighbor, chairperson, volunteer, that you forget to put the me time to re-energize your soul. Maybe you just need a day a week where you can watch a Golden Girl or I Love Moosey marathon for 16 hours a day. Or maybe a boundary with physical touching, especially now coming off COVID. Personally, my love language is touch. So I want to run and give everyone a hug after the service. Or not everyone, but I would be neglecting some of y'all's physical boundaries. 
or maybe material boundaries. Does anybody have that friend or sibling who always tries to borrow something but doesn't take care of it? Or any other intellectual, spiritual, emotional, financial, or any other boundary laying heavy on your heart? And Boundaries leads us into scripture today, into the book of Proverbs. And Proverbs is located in the wisdom literature in the Old Testament, along with Job's song, Ecclesiastes, and the Song of Solomon. And Proverbs are unique, as the Proverbs typically consist of sayings or commands or poems. And in these sayings, there's usually two lines that parallel or mimic each other which are basically wisdom nuggets from King Solomon, who is arguably the wisest king of all time. And in Proverbs 25, 17, he states, don't spend too much time in your neighbor's house, otherwise they'll get fed up with you and hate you. And my mom just came to town for a week a couple weeks ago. I wish I would have had this scripture handy after the fourth day, just... <laughs> Put it over a bed frame, see if she'd get the picture. She didn't. <laughs> Just kidding. It was fun. I enjoyed it. But let's take a look at scripture this morning. And in the text, the Hebrew word hokar denotes to be rare or to be precious. In other words, make your foot rare in your neighbor's house. And why do you think King Solomon is referencing this? Do you think he's advising us not to stay at our neighbor's house? Maybe one night's two nights. But this explores how we shouldn't outstay our welcome. And more importantly, too much of anything isn't healthy, whether it be food or any other areas of our life. And King Solomon is suggesting we keep the visits to a minimum because they become more valuable. And according to the nuances of the Hebrew word hokar, they increase in value when they are more rare. Therefore, the less of something, the more valuable it becomes. So for example, what is super valuable materially? Maybe a pearl, maybe any nice rocks. I saw a few wedding, wedding rings, right? Very valuable materially. But if they were a dime of dozen, would they lose their value? In other words, King Solomon is saying, set some boundaries and things will be more valuable. They will be more valuable when we have limitations and boundaries. When we build up boundaries in our different facets and buckets in our life, we then become more valuable. And not only is the neighborly boundary important set by King Solomon, but numerous other passages involve boundaries. Time boundary is given multiple times throughout Scripture, as Sabbath is mentioned over 172 times alone. And it's one of the top three commandments. God gave numerous geographic boundaries as the Israelites entered the promised land. There were ample bodily and physical boundaries throughout scripture. And next week we'll explore Jesus, his boundaries, and finding that balance. But this leads us into today's question of why. Why do we need boundaries? Why did King Solomon encourage us to set a boundary? Because boundaries are an integral part of our well-being and mental health. And healthy boundaries define expectations and show respect and love for others. We show others we love them by communicating our wants and needs transparently without fear or repercussion. 
and setting a time, time to fill all of our cups, whether it be socially, intellectually, materially, emotionally, or relationally. And for the Doreen Virtue states, boundaries are a part of self-care. They are healthy, normal, and necessary. And boundaries and self-care are intertwined. We cannot be full if we don't have boundaries. And setting boundaries allows us to prioritize what is important and what is healthy in life. As these comments echo King Solomon's as they help us be more whole. And having boundaries, we only give our pearls. Therefore, what do boundaries look like for us? What are some examples? Maybe that time boundary. So coffee fellowship. We don't have anyone signed up for coffee fellowship next Sunday. Can you set up next Sunday? Sorry, I would love to help with coffee fellowship. Unfortunately, I'd be overcommitting myself next week. Can I help next month? Only give your pearls. Or that self-care boundary. Can you come over for a game of bingo today after the service? Sorry, I'd love to, but I want to do some meditation or yoga. Only give your pearls. Or that physical boundary, if after the service, someone comes up to you to give a big hug. Sorry, I'm not a big hugger. I'd prefer a handshake or fist pump instead. Only give your pearls. Or that material boundary. Can I borrow your truck today? I need to move a table. Sorry, I can't lend out my truck. I'm the only one on the insurance. Only give your pearls. So back to me ignoring you on a Friday. Can anyone guess why I didn't respond on Friday? That's right, Fridays are my work and time boundary. And with that, I went into my boss's office that day. I was 24 years old at the time, going into the managing director's office. He was making half a mil to a mil a year, about what I make. <laughs> Give or take a half mil to a mil. <laughs> and he said, sure, you can have a minute. And he invited me to sit down. And I was so nervous, my palms were sweaty, getting the back and forehead sweat. Sat down and I said, thank you so much for helping me develop and everything. However, I'm getting a bit burned out. I've done some reflecting and I can give you everything I've got Monday through Saturday, but I need Sundays off to recharge. And if this doesn't work out, I completely understand if it's not a fit. He leaned back in his chair, looked me in the eyes, and said, you're fired. Just kidding, he didn't say that. <laughs> he actually said it. You know, Todd, I respect that. He said, that works for me. And I was shocked. Going into the conversation, I thought it might be the last day working for Duff and Phelps. But that turned into an hour-long conversation where he said, I wish I would have set a boundary earlier in my career when I was moving up the corporate ladder. 
And he responded with this, and I'll never forget it. Tears running in his eyes. He said, I wish I would have spent more time with my kids. I miss too much, and I can't get it back. I would give anything to get that time back. And to this day, this conversation has still stuck with me. And that time boundary worked out, and I had another good two years there. And I was actually more productive and efficient than before once the boundary was implemented. And to this day, I struggle with boundaries, and I'm definitely not as good with boundaries as a pastor should be. But I'm making a little progress. Therefore, whatever boundary is stirring in your heart, let's take step together to make them. And next week, we will continue and conclude our series on boundaries as we focus on relational and emotional boundaries. And further, since we're all experts on being able to say no, we will look at finding the balance between saying no and still being like Jesus. Only give your pearls.